At the end of civilization, humanity struggles to survive. Will they also succeed in keeping their humanity alive? Fleeing across a landscape of death, survivors will gather. Some will know each other and some will be strangers, but together they must find some sense of family or they will assuredly find ruin alone. A world of perpetual grays where staying alive eclipses all notions of morality. Or does it? Can people keep looking into the abyss and learn to ignore its baleful gaze back? Can hope for normalcy be retained or is death just the order of the day? Will humanity rebuild or simply become the monsters they fight until monsters are all that's left? At the end of civilization, will humanity be able to live for a brighter future, or will they only learn to fear the walking dead? Two, three, Hi, welcome to your Fear the Walking Dead cast, and uh, tonight we're covering The Walking Dead, obviously, uh, Season 7, Episode 6, and the episode title was Swear, and I f- did frequently during this episode. Uh, I swear, I felt like I was running on a treadmill during this episode. <laughs> I think I was just falling asleep a lot of times. <laughs> yeah, that too. A uh, uh, lot of running. A lo- lot of running. Um, and people sweating. and you know. Um, but uh, first, I had to take care of a little housekeeping here. Uh, first, uh, welcome back from Thanksgiving. Um, second, I have some apologies. Uh, the previous episode came out very 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 late and if my spotty internet doesn't work out this one might come out late too but we're trying our best for you i've tried to be diligent about getting these out before like the next episode airs obviously but uh mother nature and and internet problems and thanksgiving conspired against me this time around so as they often do. Uh, they do. I, I'm you know, usually a little better at this, but the, the internet thing has... Uh, thanks, Frontier. It has been kind of a real pain in the butt this week. Um, we have children among us. Yeah, my uh, my kids, my son is trying to get the dogs to go back out of out of the room here. Mm. But for some reason, they want to hang around with me. <laughs> Which doesn't make any sense, because I don't have the leftover pizza with me. It's all with them. Mm, well, pizza. do they have an opinion on this episode of The Walking Dead? I hope not. I hope, well, this was this would be like the one you can maybe watch, let kids watch, except for horrifying sand zombies. But uh, Well, the terrier seems to think it's all about domination because she's trying to hump the Shih Tzu. <laughs> and it's funny because the terrier is a female, the Shih Tzu is the male. Okay. Uh, yeah. That's so, different. so that's strange. All right. You know, what? different strokes for different dogs, I guess. <laughs> uh, and speaking of which... Um, I guess my third apology is that I'm. I, this is going to be completely half-assed on my part. You know, no comments, guys. I don't. I don't know if we've reached full ass yet, but this one's going to be at least half-assed. Why shouldn't we half-ass it? They're half-assing it. That's the way I'm. Oh, feeling. Yeah. oh, he did not go there. Uh, I'm going to go there several times tonight. <laughs> I know it's just so early, though. You know. <laughs> Let's get it out of the way early. Exactly. Well, originally, I, I do have to. Uh, originally, I was just going to be like, "Screw it! I'm not even doing a recap for this one. It's not worthy of my time." But I did do a little recap. Um, did you borrow it from the plot of Wonder Woman? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't know what the, where they got this. Yeah, a little bit, but um, their references and, and influences were all over. We had Wonder Woman and the Lord of the Flies going on and. 
and I don't know what was going on, but let's start and, and muddle through it. So anyway, um, we finally get back to uh, find out what happened to Tara and Heath, and I, I've been one of those people in the last few weeks who've been like, well, I wonder what Tara and Heath have been doing. Cause we have Actor availability had to have something to do with this. I think so. I mean, yeah, because uh, you said Heath is over on 24 there for a while. Right. I don't know what their filming schedule is, but they're starting. That starts after the Super Bowl, right after in February. So yeah, they could be, for all I know, they could be finished filming by now, or they had a break for him to come back and do this. I don't actually know when The Walking Dead films. Yeah, I, I just think it's getting so over, it's getting so overweight that it can't you know, sustain as many storylines as trying to get, you know, get going here. And I'm pretty what? sure being, and I'm pretty sure being a lead on the, on a Fox show pays better than being a recurring character on the walking dead. Yeah. Yeah. Especially as recurring as he's been. Cause I think it was like the first time we seen him this last season. season. Um, yeah. Like middle of the end of last season is the last time we saw these two. Yeah. Now, didn't this didn't this episode make apparent to you guys that the showrunners for the two shows aren't talking to each other? This one in Fear of the Walking Dead. I don't know why you say that. Well, I, I guess we'll get we'll get to that point towards the end of your synopsis. Yeah. Okay. I wonder if the showrunners of the Walking Dead are talking to each other. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it seems a little weird sometimes, but. Um... And I'm just gonna. I'm afraid we may get our first, you know, email ever from this this show, and it might be hate mail if we have even one female listener out there, because I'm probably gonna sound a little sexist through this whole thing. Uh, but I'll, I'll, I'm not sure the old women thing is why this episode was terrible. Oh no, it wasn't. Not at no. all. I just the only thing that immediately made me kind of maybe it was 10 year old me laughing at this is just like well of course they had the lesbian character find the, the colony of only right. women you know <laughs> it's like the writers of this show are 13 year old boys apparently right. well uh, the problem with the problem with I think with this episode this plot line is not interesting enough to focus an entire episode on not really and and it's just the it's nice and to that, see new groups and shit but I don't think there's time for it in this particular plot line they have all these other fucking things going on and is a show like Walking Dead the kind of show that you want to showcase whoopsie face over and over and over? Uh, just yeah. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's all we got from Atlanta Masters. You know, being chased by walkers, whoopsie face. Pretty much. See the Amazons, whoopsie face. Fall off the bridge, whoopsie face. Yeah. You gonna you gonna shoot me? Okay, that's cool. Well, as, as I was saying, I've, I've <laughs> I been was a big, high half this episode. I've been a big fan of Terra's for a while, and and was hoping to get back to there and Heath's story, her and Heath's story. And I wanted, I really wanted one of these badly aiming women to shoot her by the end of the episode. <laughs> I was actively wishing for her doom. And that's just not really how you're supposed to play us writers. You're supposed to make us care about the characters, not wish for their death. Unless it's like Negan. <laughs> and you honestly going to make us believe that she outran all of them? No, you know, whatever. Adrenaline, slow zombies. Uh, you know, the, those were actually uh, some pretty cool little action set pieces, but um, not the zombies, but the the other girls. Right. She she outran the other girls. Yeah, and bullets. You know, so there's that. You know, well, they they must be really bad shots. I guess, but 
and you know that you would think that they would be inundated. All those bullets, you would think that they'd hit her by accident. Well, you'd think they'd be inundated by unwanted guests if they were that bad a shot. Somebody would have just walked in and dodged all the badly shot bullets and, and taken over by now. <laughs> so they've had to kill a couple people. I don't know. Why how don't they... you get into the recap before we blow our loads here? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right, well, it's brief and more like bullet points, but um, Tara washes up on a beach. Cindy and uh, murdery little girl find her, and Cindy spares her and leaves her some supplies. And now going back and watching this, I I realized I'm I'm kind of wrong in this next sentence, but Tara is apparently, you know, unconscious for days or at least hours, but I guess she passed out when she got up on the beach. Um, But still kind of begs the question, how the fuck did she not drown? I mean, we don't know how far she drifted, but you know, come on, uh, a river doesn't doesn't play, man. You can drown pretty easily if you get sucked out, you know, into into currents. Anywho, Tara finds the Amazons. Is she spying on them? She sees them getting their guns from a respectable-looking armory, and surprise, it's good to, to go after her. She doesn't get killed like nine times. Okay, first question about this little uh, establishment here. Uh-huh. Did it? Sh- did they give any indication that she had to cross a gate to get into this thing? I didn't see one. No, not really. But yeah. when she leaves, she had to go go through a fucking gate. Oh no, they yeah, had the big ocean side, you know, main gate there. Right, but how did she get in without passing through that or going over something? I thought they were just in the middle of the woods at first. Tara's yeah, that's what I've seen. Tara's just magic. She can fast travel like a video game. <laughs> <laughs> and she can push the left shift button that makes her run faster and, and able to outrun zombies. Um, I don't know. I think the logic questions at this point are the least of this episode's worries. Uh, <laughs> anyway, she takes down one of her pursuers, and she's stopped by a murder teen, Rachel, who says, we were supposed to do this. And earlier she's like, I really want to do this. I like to kill. I like to kill. Yeah, that's. Kind I don't want to look at the flowers. Yeah, that's, that's so. That's, I want to kill. Yeah, that's, that's the Lizzie, and and you know if she had been allowed to run amok. <laughs> oh, come Lizzie would have. Lizzie, Lizzie would have fit right in here. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, and uh, and she's again. She's stopped by Cindy once again. She tried to kill her on the beach, and then she was stopped by Cindy. Uh, now she's stopped by Cindy again. Uh, in a flashback, she loses heat. This dialogue was terrible, though. It was, man. I want to do it. No. Yes, I'm going to do it. Just no, you're not. Oh, my God. Freaking abysmal, yeah. As I said, I think it was written by a 13-year-old boy who, you know, he thinks he knows how women talk. Uh, <laughs> and she, uh, how old do we think Cindy is? Uh, 18-ish, 17-ish. Doesn't matter. I just wanted the thing over with. I, yeah, I, I didn't know. even think about it. Um... Yeah, she takes down Beatrice, one of her pursuers. Um, Cindy saves the day. In a flashback, she loses Heath. This is a little out of order, but Heath is very mopey. He's, uh, you know, feeling the weight of having to to go kill all the people at the satellite station. And I do like that they kind of keep... <laughs> it's going to be really hard to think of any of our people as heroes after this plotline, because right. they're but not, you know. And he's also mopey about the fact that now... He's also moving by the fact that they had, they've been out for more than two weeks and haven't found shit. Yeah. yeah but didn't, didn't Heath choke? Glenn had to do it for him because he wasn't up for it? No, I remember Glenn did it so he wouldn't have to. Right. That's what I mean. You know, Heath, Heath didn't. Well, he was right, going get, to, but Glenn yeah. stepped in. But then they both mowed down like a dozen of them in the hall. So, oh, well. 
so much for that save. Hmm. So, yeah, understandably, Heath is like, you know, we're all freaking monsters now, which is kind of the point of this show for, for six seasons now, and they just feel it's necessary to keep beating us over the head with it, because apparently they don't have anything else to write about at this <laughs> point. Anywho, back to the recap, and then we'll rant and rage and tear hair out. What little hair I have. Uh, yeah, flashback. Heath is mopey. She loses him. We get some cool sandwalkers, and it's uh, it's notable that Nick Ter- Nick Dottero said on Talking Dead that they are directly influenced by Fulci zombies, Italian uh, filmmaker. He made you know one of the staple zombie movies in the genre. That was the best scene in the whole episode. It was, you know, it was kind of a very. But you know what? You would think by now these people would know not to disturb the pile. Not to go in the dark. Yeah. Well, that that was my my second point. It was so contrived. I mean, the thing was, it was cool yeah. in appearance in the way that it looked, especially when you saw everything just you know the, the sand dumping and you knew that the walkers are going to be coming out of it. But the thing is, is like this is the 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 moment, and I'm just sitting there thinking, okay, this is the moment that they're going to sit there and show you behind the scenes on on the, yeah. the Talking Dead. Yeah. This is the super stunt of the episode that you know is going to make you go wow. Yeah. And it was a wow. It Which was is, a wow. But it just keeps so, coming back. But yeah. but it was it. This was the first episode that that you can sit there and i mean we've had them before but it's not been so hit you over the head of the two by four that it was a, a formulaic episode yeah this one was formulaic and it hit me over the head of the two by four well i think the problem is it's we're supposed to on one hand believe that this yeah, group are such extreme badasses by now because they've lived through just about everything at this point but yeah when they do these little solo missions you know, or to, to to get them into trouble again, the writers write them as complete morons. You know, like they yeah. have no well, these experience. These are also not, our, not our best badasses either, though. No, they're not. This is the B team, or maybe the C team, definitely. Right. But but still, yeah, it's just come they should on, know guys. better. Yeah, they're, they're, there's other ways to put your people at risk instead of just turning them into temporary idiot. You know, there's just you just you do a little work, man. You email us weeklyheroics at yahoo dot com. We'll give you second some fucking my, ideas. Second episode of my own show I, that I just released, uh, one of the Adventure Superman episodes. Mm-hmm. Everybody was getting poisoned by this uh, mysterious box. At some point, these people should, adults should know, don't open the fucking box. <laughs> yeah. What's in the box? Yeah, do we have to uh, do, you know, do a label with Pandora right on the top right. for you? Or <laughs> 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 no, I don't know. Where was I? Uh, Sandwalker, Nicotero, the only good thing. You can hear that rant at bandofscreen.podomatic.com, by the way. There you go. Sorry, I, I don't let you plug enough, Mike. Thank you very much. Uh, and I need new. I will start running a promo for you again if you make me a new one that's not as dated as your other one. I think you have like a very specific timestamp on your, or it just says like starting June nineteenth. Starting well, okay, I can take the yeah, timestamp. You're a radio guy, man. I continuity. I can't get get past it. Yeah, um, I, I, I did that one of Shag's promo that took out his timestamp. Uh, anyway, hey. we're kind of meant to think that Heath just abandoned her in the whole sand zombie thing. Um, we end up meeting. The main person at Oceanside, Tatiana, or and not Tiana, like who the fuck cares? Zombie food someday. You might as well call her. Uh, Tara is a horrible liar. Um, never try to lie about something you have no fucking experience in whatsoever. She tries to lie and say she was, you know, captain of a larder boat. Um, kind of telegraph that they were going to catch her on that one. Uh, particularly since they live on the water and they might 
one of them, you think, might have some experience. Maybe the person that asked you. Right, one of them, yeah, was, was Beatrice knew that Alarda wasn't a fishing boat. <laughs> right. Always pick B, isn't it? Well, she was going to the multiple choice. She always picked C. It was the wrong call this time. Um, anyway, she's offered a home after being explained to you that we usually just kill people, but for some reason you, we didn't, because we couldn't hit you, and Cindy likes you. Uh, so she's offered a home. She's like, you, you die or you've got to leave or you've got to stay, you know, basically. And she's like, well, I, I belong to this little place and we should get together and be allies. And, and, and the main person, you know, at least plays that she's going to let her go do that and be an ambassador for the two groups and send a couple guides with her. And of course they try to kill her and Cindy, Cindy saves her and Tara's an idiot. Uh, cause she should have seen that coming. She did in time, but, you know, she was still doomed without Cindy again. Anyway, we, we end up finding out that Negan was a dick to them, too. Big surprise. That's where all the men went. <laughs> well, at least, they didn't go in, at least they didn't go in the beef stew. I'm still not convinced of that, but that, that, that's probably how I would have wrote it. Because you, there's not only one cannibal group out there in the apocalypse. Let's be honest. There's a few of them going around, I would think. You would think. It's an easy food supply. Um... <laughs> Doesn't come in a can. Fresh meat, you know, barbecue occasionally. Uh, anyway, uh, we also find out Heath saved her before she fell off the bridge. Um, we're not exactly sure what happened to him, uh, except that we get a Heath Walker fake out because, of course, we do. Uh, she comes upon a, you know, the only other fucking zombie in the apocalypse with dreadlocks. That was just, yeah, and who seemed to be yeah. recently dead too. Yeah, everybody else was a pale white. You could tell. It's like, uh, you know, no sand in his hair, in its hair. It's just the twin. He's twin wandered by and got bit. You know, this might have been Tara worse than the Maddie uh, than the Maddie Walker fake out in fear. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what I was. Maybe that's they what are I was talking to each other. Okay, that's they, what you were saying. I, no, I don't. Yeah, I don't think they are. Yeah. Otherwise, they wouldn't use that. Well, if they are, they're saying the wrong things to each other. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And now we're on the water, like walking, you know, fear was. So it's like, we're going to have a, maybe the Abigail shows up next. <laughs> I'd be okay Why? with that. The Abigail and Daniel show up in the walk, regular Walking Dead world. I would be okay with that. He'd be like three years older, but. Right, I'd, but hey. Yeah. Uh, we'll be running make out it of happen, gas. Nicotero. Gimple, whoever makes these fucking horrible decisions. Um, anyway, she goes home, grieves for five minutes, and we won't see yep. her again for two weeks. Uh, also, uh, Rosita, you know, basically comes and asks her what she found in her two-week journey, and apparently she told her some tins of food and a couple aspirin. And, oh, anyway, Cindy made her promise not to let anyone know, you know. She'll help her get home after thwarting the murdery thing. And But she has to pinky swear that, uh, you know, she'll never tell them about the amazing armory that they had that could fucking save everybody. Uh, so Rosita kind of drills her a little bit, and she she keeps her promise, even though now. she yeah, even though we know she's gonna fucking break it within two episodes here. So, well done again, Walking Dead writers. Um, yeah, it was in my notes, Mike. Some of the worst fucking redundant treadmill dialogue yet this season, maybe of the whole show. <laughs> Hard to quantify that. <laughs> Also, just a random thoughts. How many fucking RVs are there left and running in the apocalypse? Because that, I think that's all that's left. That it must be Rick has they 
cornered the market on recreation. Well, how did they? Vehicles. How did they get enough gas to I to know. keep running for two yeah. weeks? I mean, they, they probably are stopping and siphoning the gas tank of any vehicle they they come across. Yeah, but those those things don't exactly get the best MPG in the world. I wouldn't think. Yeah, like six or seven miles per gallon at best. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's why they're all in one like four mile radius spot in Virginia, apparently. But none of them could find each other until now. But, you know, and that's the other thing, you know, they're, they're, they're out for two weeks. We don't know what kind of radius they're looking, but, you know, they're down in the, just the worst area. I mean, they, they you know, they're hop, skip and a jump from swampland. Yeah. And, and who knows what, and since they've gotten to the, the ocean, it seems, or they got to a very big lake that I'm not aware of in that area. Um, you know, it, it's, it's like. Yeah, this isn't the place where you're going to run into population centers. Though I don't know population centers necessarily what they want, but if they're scavenging, that's going to be the best place to go. Yeah. And it seems like they, they I mean, I mean, if anything, did they go to the southern coast? Did they go to the eastern coast? Yeah, we have no clue. Where's the well, they're coast. still floating around Virginia, aren't they? We think, yeah, right? Yeah, I think the, the leader. So that, that would be eastern coast. In Virginia. That would be the, yeah. And, and you know, unless they you're right. Far. They can't be that far. Tara walked back. Yeah, you know. Yep. After running a marathon against a bunch of zombies and people with bad shots. And beat them all. Yeah. yeah. Make her in charge, man. She's magical or something, because, yeah, there's no real reason she should be alive at the end of this episode. It must have been the pink sunglasses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rose tints my world, keeps me safe from trouble and pain. Uh, other, other things we learned, salted fish sucks, and... Always flip off the murder team you're planning on seeing again someday. These these are the things we can glean. The good advice from Swear. And I don't know if I have anything else, guys, so have at it. <laughs> so I'm assuming that somehow we're going to get the Kingdom, Oceanside, Hilltop, Alexandria, all to rise up against Negan. And his army. It, I mean, it, it, I, I haven't read the comic books, but that seems to be the logical course of events. It'll be more logical if Oceanside let me put those automatic weapons in the hands of somebody who knows how to aim. Yeah, you know. Which, as we said, you know, it's so telegraphed that Terra has to fucking give up the weapons. Honestly, right. I don't Bottom think... line, Oceanside has guns, Alexandria needs guns. The math is simple. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'd say it was plot writing one hundred and one, but I think it's actually the remedial class, you know, <laughs> the class you have to take to get into actual plot writing one hundred and one. I don't know. Um, well, the, the solution is simple: send Carol to Oceanside. Yeah, she'll just... to, to infiltrate, take Carol over, will fit right in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let her infiltrate little... and take over. When are we going to see Carol again? Poison some cookies, and I don't know. After Ezekiel, the next episode, Ezekiel will be doing the walk of shame from her house. And (laughs) I don't know. Honestly, the way I think it's going to go, there's only two episodes left before the the mid-season. I don't think, like, the war or whatever is going to start yet. I think probably... Oh, the all-out war? Yeah, I think we're going to have Negan commit... Maybe maybe that'll be the second half of the season. Maybe, if they even... uh, They probably might even milk it for longer than that. Who knows? How much longer can they milk it for? Oh, never underestimate. I mean, it's taken us, what, two weeks to to get to six freaking episodes in this, you know, show timeline, basically. Uh, The last season was all of, what, like three days? 
Um, not exactly driving the plot down the road all that quickly. No, the, what? I don't even know what next week is. What, as far as the... Uh, yeah, what's happening next week? I, I did watch a promo, but I, I don't recall it because... The title of the episode is Sing Me a Song. Oh, it's a deeper look at the sanctuary and the world of Negan and the Saviors. Members haven't we, haven't we got? Haven't we gotten that already? That's a, yeah. <laughs> and members of Alexandria look for supplies. So what we got like an episode ago too, but more singing. Okay. <sighs> Fonzie's lacing up those fucking water skis, guys. That's all I'm saying. I think he's taken off the water skis. He's jumped onto land, and he's you know Richie's been off of the role in the movie. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Don't don't kill my favorite show, guys. That's all I'm asking. Oh yeah, I don't know what they're. Uh, the only th- props that I do have to give them is that this is, I guess, comic spoilers, but not really because the the ocean side thing isn't in the comics. Um, so you know, applause for coming up with a new world for us to for just to check out, and and I hope they just don't end up being freaking cannon fodder for either. Well, let me ask you: uh, Was Oceanside in the comics? No, no, that's what I just said. It's not there at all, or at least yet. So hmm. no. Um, so yeah, it's cool, but like I said I, it's kind of just a weird trope that they went to the colony of only women. Um, like I said I had no problem with that at all. I'm, makes sense that it actually does make sense that Negan would come in that they resisted and just slaughter all the men and you know and it gives us a little more window into how ruthless he is he killed every boy over over 10 presumably but apparently here he left the weapons yeah that makes just yeah. tons of sense because girls can't shoot I guess uh, well, I we've seen that they can't <laughs> yeah at least not these girls can't no they can't no he was pretty accurate on that one so yeah that's fucking <laughs> leave them the guns they, they didn't hit one of us when they were resisting we had to kill all the men anyway just to make a point but uh, yeah but you, you know the, the this episode was filled with so many of the the formulaic things that drive me nuts the one thing that that always gets me is the long pause with the gun where someone's got someone dead to rights they should be able to kill them and yet they don't and the yeah. little girl in this case had Tara dead to rights there and of course Cindy comes along and yeah. saves the day the Cindy uh, the fucking flash now or something because yeah the other one I mean the other one the other one hesitated because she'd saved her life kind of, or spared her Tara had spared her but that little girl was ready to fucking cap anything that came into view man <laughs> but she did the long pause and when you do the yeah. long pause that means either someone's going to stop you yeah. or you're going to get shot in the back by someone else yeah totally and, <laughs> yeah or and, you apologize you apologize for having to kill you I'm sorry I have to kill you I'm really really sorry cue that's your cue Cindy I'm really really sorry I have to kill you <laughs> Tackle, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just kind of absurd. What do you think? Is Cindy yeah. alive the next time we see uh, the ocean side? Oh, yeah. Cindy's going to join the regular cast at some point. That's that's clear to me that that's what they're what they're doing with introducing her. Maybe Cindy's going. Maybe Cindy will be running Oceanside when when we come yeah. back. Uh, yeah, I don't think they're going to just, just take her back and kill her. She's the leader's granddaughter, so yeah. She, but she's got the different philosophy from everybody else. Yeah. 
she's you know she's more in line with you know what you would expect to see from Rick's group or what you would hope to see from Rick's group. Yeah. And so I, I see her you know migrating eventually. Yeah, and she was a strong character and strong actress in this. Uh, the leader is just kind of I'm sure she's a fine character actress and all of that, but she was just really kind of abysmal. Tara, who has showed us some, uh, what I feel like it really is, I, I really like Tara's interactions with Glenn when they were when that was going on, and I think that the writers just don't know how to deal with her without a strong, like main character partner because she's you know frankly she's been around for a while but frankly she's not one of the main characters you know they've given her comparably very little screen time you know right and like, but the thing is every time they put her in an action sequence in this episode she had the goofiest what i call whoopsie face yeah and i i, I just could not take it seriously it, I, I just I, I was just waiting for you know mo larry or curly to come along and give her some gum or make her slip on the soap or something you know <laughs> It was just... Her dialogue was awful, too, for meeting, you know, a new colony of people that have just spared your life. And they're just like, no, I'm cool. I'm not here to hurt you. Twelve people she, she that seemed have... Very, she seemed very out of character. For yeah. Okay, now, obviously, we did not see Heath die on screen. He's he's coming back somehow, but how did he get away from that? Uh, you know... How did Glenn get out of the dumpster? Yeah, the, yeah, but, but there was no. Off for that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was you know just being chased by the sandwalkers. Clicked his heels three times and was transported to Kansas. For all we fucking know. I, yeah, is that and, where and there was, takes place. I don't know. Twenty four is probably L.A. That's where it <laughs> yeah. usually is. Plenty of tarps around there. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, maybe Jack Bauer came and saved him. I know he's not on the new twenty four. Or is he? No, he's no, a designated he, survivor. He's a designated That's right. survivor. <laughs> but they, they they could squeeze him in for a guest appearance. You have to. It's a legacy. They it's, they it's, can't they can't leave him in that Russian prison forever. <laughs> but they can. I don't know if you guys are Buffy fans, but there's there's still a whole bunch of mutant demon praying mantis eggs at the the bottom of the burned out school in Sunnyvale. Oh, the, yes. the only thing I will say, I will say about Twenty Four, if there's any character on television that deserves a happy ending after everything he's been through, it's Jack Bauer. It is his daughter's birthday, though. Jack Bauer. You know, Alicia Cuthbert. Today is her birthday. That's his I, daughter, really? Yeah, uh, she played oh. his daughter on Twenty Four, and she turned thirty-four, but she's apparently gotten plenty of plastic surgery already. She's a beautiful yeah. fucking actress too. Well, she doesn't look like she looked looked like before. Oh, why did she looks, do that? She looks like she's had her face stretched. Yeah. Isn't this episode of The Walking Dead interesting, folks? Yeah, yeah, I, I think we've said we're everything. Trying we're, we're trying to make it interesting. We 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 are. I no, I just think we've said everything there was there, to say. What is there to say about this episode? This whole half season, man, I've, it's not getting good reviews in general either. I, I'm reading a lot of the same things we we ran. Well, about. and and the until, show is hemorrhaging, un, hemorrhaging view, viewers, right? Yeah, until they <laughs> they fight back, until they turn around and fight back, it's a beating. Yeah, you know, you're just getting taken out behind the bar, and they're working the groin area. They're going after the gut. They're sitting there bunging up the eyes. This is a beating, and, you know, that's all it's going to be until, you know, Rick or someone says, and they should say it on TV, they should say it like this, they fucked with the wrong people. 
Yeah. No. You know? But, well, you know, they're not going to say According that to this, for the uh, description for episode eight, heart's still beating. Things will quickly spin out of control. Ooh, I never would have guessed that about the mid-season finale. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so maybe they'll, maybe Alexandria will finally start to uh, push back. I, I think that's it, man. I think that we talked about this last episode. You know that the reason they're losing people, it's not so much that people are walking away from the show. Is like they just they're either going to be like, "Fuck, I'm gonna wait till it's all over and binge watch it," or you know, all I have to watch is the first and the, the last episodes to know what's going on and have any entertainment whatsoever. I just don't think a lot of the viewers give a fuck about these little side trips we're taking right now. I, I don't. And I think it's a mis- although it was a good concept, I think it's a major mistake introducing another whole community to this mess. You know, you just got too many balls in the air right now. You know, you can't juggle four of them as well as you can juggle three of them. And all you really need is Alexandria and Hilltop in the kingdom. And they've... Yeah, you know, we haven't even seen enough of the kingdom to to know how they might play a bigger part. Yeah, they got. Yeah, I haven't seen the kingdom since episode two. Right, man. It's like I need to see a little. That was the most intriguing thing that's gone on this season. You know, it's the the most interesting new community we've we've met. You know, what's the the main one? It's got a fucking tiger in it. You know, show me more of that. <laughs> she was apparently really expensive. I, I get that. Um, but man, you gotta do something. You well, here's the other, here, here's the other side of paying for Shiva. This had to be the cheapest episode to produce so far. Yeah, one would think. Uh, and a lot of a lot of walkers and some good effects, but other than that, it's just terror running and, and you know shooting right. effects. And uh, so, I don't know. La, la, la. No, my uh, my prediction, I guess, is that yeah, I think Negan's going to end up doing one more horrible thing. I think one of our other main characters. I, I'm sure that Spencer's done within a couple episodes. That's probably maybe that's probably the thing spit quickly spinning out of control. Possibly, I don't know if he'd have a big enough impact. I think we might see we might see another main character go. You oh, wait, you can't see Spencer doing something stupid in front of Negan. Oh, he will. He's done. He's done. Any he, they'll kill him, you know, by the end of the season. But I think they'll kill off another more main character too. That's my prediction, and that that will make. I think it sadly might end up being Daryl. I think, I think maybe they'll, you know. There's a lot of a lot of news stories out right now. They're trying to spin away from one rumor. Oh, the Chandler. Or? Yeah, Carl. Yeah. Yeah, his Carl. his mother. They're they're not going to take. I mean, Kirkman's always kind of said that this is Carl's story more than right. the comics. I don't think they're ever going to take him out of the. I don't know. It's his age is. We've already had to suspend tons of disbelief as far as you know him growing up uh, in two years and it looking like it's six. Now, one thing I've heard about the comics isn't there a time jump at some point? Yeah, a bit. Yeah, there is. There's actually quite a big one. Um, so maybe that's when uh, real time can kind of catch up to Chandler Riggs. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's likely if they're going to keep him around. That's that's how they'll do it, and it'll most likely, you know, not huge spoilers, but it comes in the resolution of the whole thing with Negan, you know, and then they just kind of yeah zap ahead a little bit and show you how things have have progressed, and that'll probably bore the shit out of a lot of people because that's even more just people talking to people and stuff. Right. But the thing about Chandler Riggs is he's got to be just about 18. Yeah, I think he is, yeah. He's going, so, to, going to Auburn. <laughs> right. So you know what? Dad doesn't matter anymore. 
No, I could. He'd, he'd be an adult where he can get an agent and uh, negotiate his own contract. Oh yeah, yeah. Heck, and they can shoot around his college schedule. Oh yeah, easily. Yeah, that that's a completely unfounded rumor. I think that's. I mean. I don't think they would let him telegraph it like that if if, if it was true. Uh, you know, he's probably yeah. got a non-disclosure. They go, don't go making you know telling people you're, you're leaving the show for school. Well, he yeah, he never be, did. The only the thing that really set this thing in motion was his father. Yes, yeah, so, uh, that hashtag free. And that's he'll probably be just eighteen. To, he'll be eighteen in the summer. Yeah, I would have celebrated that shit too because that's probably like imagine how he probably got hired, you know, for an indetermined amount of time or you know the seven years. He probably had like a seven year option, right? And probably didn't get paid a hell of a lot for it because it was made, you know, back in the day before this was the hugest fucking show in the world. So he's probably like going to be able to renegotiate for. A good chunk of change, and, and maybe that's yeah. what'll end up killing him, because <laughs> it does often on some of these shows. But um, but you would still think he'd be cheaper <laughs> than Andrew Lincoln and Norman Reedus. Oh yeah, yeah, you would. Yeah, definitely. But and I mean, some, he'll be able to get himself a little larger slice of the pie if they want to, you know, pick up his option. I think is is where he he would be at. Because he doesn't care. He's like, I'm taking the money I have, man. I'm going to friggin' school. So whatever you want to do with me, you know, roll the dump truck full of money up to my back porch if, if you want me to come back. But Right, and that would be his money and not, I don't know how it works with child actors, but don't the parents ha- control it? Frequently traumatize them and steal their cash, yes. Yeah, generally, yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, yeah. They're, already, they're already throwing out articles to refute the speculation that he's leaving the show. Yeah, his his mom even came out and be like, "You guys are ass idiots. It doesn't don't read so much into everything." And she's right. <laughs> but that's our job, damn it, Mrs. Chandler, whatever the hell your name is, uh, Mrs. Riggs, I guess it would be. Uh, well, you know, you got all those websites kind of tripping over each other to come out with the next outrageous headline. That's how these uh, things yeah. kind of oh, gain traction. Yeah, for all the clickbaiting these days. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think that they'll. I think they'll probably start like maybe the war. You know, or as I said, Negan will do something to finally kick Rick into action. You know, in two episodes, and Maggie's already in action, Rita's already in action, Sasha's already in action. But then they'll be like, you know, yeah, time to go do some ambassador work and find ourselves some allies. And uh, Tara will remember where the guns are. And then, then we'll get to see, though, if Tara's going to be, you know, Miss Ruthless and be like, well, we're going to have to, luckily they can't hit us, but we're going to have to go in there and probably kill them all to take their guns. And Rick will be like, all right, yeah, no biggie, we do that all the time. And, uh, <laughs> and they'll make some more moral compromises and we'll have to hate them even more. And I guess that's what they're going for, that we're just supposed to, <laughs> it's nice that they're being called out on it um, by various people, but. That can get a little old, too. It's It's one of those things we've talked about, the show being about how far can you go before you lose your humanity. Yeah. And which is what we're seeing. But we're we're basically being taught that there is no limit. <laughs> that you're right. just you, everyone's just going to lose their humanity anyway. So fuck it. <laughs> yeah, but I I think that that the show has has pushed that particular line of thinking as far as it can go. 
Mm-hmm. And they're and they they're they're going to have to create a new line of thinking. I mean, we've seen the cannibalism, we've seen the the cruel cruelty part. Now we've got to see the rule of gold, the yeah. rule of honor. You're going to see, you know, we're seeing Ezekiel's kingdom, but we almost need to see is some sort of feudal Japanese or Chinese uh, type of warlord situation, and that's what. This world is kind of working into it's working into a situation of warlords. Yeah, where right. you have yeah, you know, you got, but you you almost need to see an Asian one out there with that kind of control. Which that yeah would make sense. Probably I think right. Negan says in the preview something about at some point they have to start rebuilding some kind of civilization. Yeah, yeah. And so that's, that's what it gets to in the books, and that it's you see the thing is we're griping about the whole you know you have to do what you have to do to survive thing, but I think that's exactly what people are going to miss when they get past it because it's it's kind of a one note show in that respect. It's like you either become a civilization or you have to keep fighting other people, right? Um, or you're going to have to come up with a lot more Walker threats. That well, that, that's the problem with some of these shows. I mean, I don't know if any of you guys have ever watched The Last Ship. No, I read no. the original novel though. But and, well, the, the show is completely different. But the first yeah. two seasons were basically about curing the virus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the most recent one was after they cured the virus, rebuilding civilization. Like, All right, give this shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's the once the original premise ran out, it was like, it wasn't as interesting anymore. Yeah, well, that's where the book ended. It was like, well, we, we found a stable place, and we're going to build civilization the end. Right. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, but, the thing with The Walking Dead is that unless some sort of cure is ever created, the only way the show can end is society dying completely. You would think they would at least use that plot a little more often. You know, maybe some other crazy scientist, maybe a real scientist, not just some guy pretending to be one, shows up and says, hey, I think I might have a handle on this shit. You guys need to secure me, you know, this, this, and this so I can proceed. And and then Rick will be like, fuck you, we've heard this before, and just kill him. Um, That'll be that, but... (laughs) Well, does Kirkman really know where this thing is going? He claims he does, but, you know, so did George Lucas, so there you go. <laughs> George Lucas claims he had a plan, and we know damn well he's making Well, George Lucas knew where he was going, he just didn't know how to get there. Right. <laughs> he was making up some of it as he went along, though. Yeah, this is that point they call A and a half. Yeah, yeah. You're at that point between A and B, and you have no freaking idea how to get from... Yeah. Where you're at to be. Right? Well, if I'm not mistaken, Kirkman's always said he, he knows the reason for the virus, and he knows how it ends, and he's never going to, like, tell us either. Well, he'll probably tell us the end, but he's never going to. It's been highly hinted that it was aliens, you know, and he just doesn't want to do that nah. in the comic. Um, so... I don't know. It, that that matters less, you know, the the how and why, unless they do tie it back to Breaking Bad, in which I'm all in for that. But I why, couldn't, why couldn't it be just some kind of biological agent got loose? Yeah, you know, that's how these things usually happen in movies right. and books and everything. That's that's good enough. Yeah, yeah there's you no. Why bring in aliens if you don't need to? Yeah. Yeah, so, and as, as far as it ending, you know, I've always kind of assumed that it would be Carl as the king of the benevolent king of the world after learning all his lessons through his life. You know, the brave thing, I guess, would be to, to off Rick and, and have the jump ahead and have like maybe if Chandler Riggs does ask for too much money, they jump ahead and just make like a 30 year old Carl and we see it that far in the future. And, you know, he's ruling Fort 
Alexandria and beats me. I don't know. But uh, again, we're open for ideas, show writers. If you need any, we'll probably throw a shitload of them at you and they 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 got to be as, even be, they might even be better than what you're thinking of. They got to be as good as whatever you're just throwing darts at a dartboard with you know little post-it notes stuck to it. <laughs> and it's like oh, plot of the week. Terrible. Well, they got. The I think they find the town anywhere. of women. Why not? Yeah, let's the, go with that. the way they're the way they're throwing right now. They've got Carl's yes, uh, exactly. accuracy. Right. So, oh, should have went off the board. Um, the lesbian finds the town of women. Yeah, okay. <laughs> of course. And never wants to leave. And yeah. wants to leave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, she doesn't know her, her main squeeze is is got an arrow in the eye. And did anybody care when she found that out? No, it's like that is a, she is a good actress, man, and it's it's almost a theft to not let her show us her reactions better than that, you know. Yeah, but this the problem is, is for us, it's been so long. Yeah, the thing is, so is that why do we need to see that? You know, the 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 thing that that I always go back to when someone dies is the episode. At the prison, when Bob and them all go off to the Sam's Club, and Best boyfriend goes, yeah, and he gets killed out there because Bob wanted some wine, and you know they come back, they tell Beth, and she goes, "Oh, okay." <laughs> but to me, that's you know that's the way most you, you you almost have to be, unless it's one of those main members of the show that you've been with since you know day one or day ten. You know that everybody's just going to go. Okay, you know this is my next door neighbor, my friend, my brother, my partner, whatever. But yeah. they died. That's just a fact of life. You know everybody's going to die, and they're probably going to die soon. And you know even Maggie, you know, watched well, her, her husband's like head beat left. to a bloody Beth pulp. Beth was like the one hot girl left in the apocalypse, so she had all she had guys lined up probably. <laughs> sure, you know. <laughs> Maggie, but not Daryl. That would have been icky. Um, but yeah, I don't know. So even Maggie took took the Glenn smushing, you know, fairly well, comparably. Um, yeah, I think everyone just kind of gravitates towards revenge and anger instead of grief. But still, mm-hmm. man, it's like they declared their love for each other and then just were separated. And you know, the cliche is already if you love someone on this show, you're doomed. But it doesn't usually happen quite that quickly. <laughs> well, I, I think she looked in the fridge and saw there wasn't any orange soda. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not realizing Negan drank it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I think I'm done. Well, I think you're done. Let's just hope the next one or the one after that's much better. Uh, it's like, no, I mean, Game of Thrones is a little more consistent, but it's just gotten into this this rut of it's so predictable. We know, the, you know, the, at least the next two episodes, the action's going to start ramping up, and, and the eighth one will have something really extreme happen or another stupid fucking cliffhanger, you know, one or the other. It's possible that they'll just go full cliffhangers after this season, you know, because they got such a boost in the first episode of, you know, the, the Negan reveal. But that's going to be the only good ratings they have if they keep this shit up. People are just going to be like, I know when to tune in. I don't have to tune into all of them, you know. There's enough nah. websites out there and podcasts like ours that will read the whole damn plot to you. <laughs> so. Yeah, you know, they're not giving up any information on this next episode. Who wrote it? 
who directed it anything. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. That well that sucks because you know usually you can look at the director and say, "Oh wow, they directed, you know, this real great yeah. episode." Um, you know, back here and back there. I, I I don't know, we'll see. I can't walk away from it just yet. No, no. No, not yet. Definitely have to see where it's going, but well, gentlemen, thank you. Uh, we will be back with you again next week, as they say. And hopefully I can keep things working on this end and actually pump these shows out. Brian Hughes, Mike Zumo, thank you for joining me. As always, this is always. always. The Walking Dead cast. Bye, folks. Click that yeah. Amazon link at Two Two Freaks. Brian has a show called Third Degree Burn, and I do a thing with Mr. Hair Metal Hero called Weekly Heroics. We're going to be relaunching Mindless Drivel with a very interesting discussion about the nature of the Force here in a little bit. And No Councils for Old Men is is back at it as well. And we'll have some stuff for you from that soon as well. Quiet, you. Um, <laughs> so bye now, kids. Talk bye now. Later. You've been listening to Fear the Walking Dead cast on the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Network. 